0: Okay, Top Tribe, this week's winner of the 100 bucks that I give away every Monday is Kim Dust. She's in the entertainment industry and is currently working a full time day job and doing her side hustle on the side. Kim, congrats. For you guys' chance to win 100 bucks every Monday, simply subscribe to the podcast on iTunes now and then text the word Nathan to 33444 to officially enter. Again, text the word Nathan to 33444 after you've subscribed. Top job, you are listening to episode 300. Coming up tomorrow morning, you're in here from Alex Skatel and the art of getting 25 million unique website views every month, he's unbelievable. Top Tribe, good morning to everyone. Good morning, good morning. Today, I'm reconnecting with somebody who really helped us grow Heyo before we sold it via their their, uh, affiliate program software. And his name is Jeff Epstein. He's the CEO and founder of Ambassador, or getambassador.com, a four to three person referral marketing software platform based in Detroit, Michigan. Jeff, are you ready to take us to the top? Absolutely, thanks for having me. 43 people, I did not realize you guys were that big.
1: Yeah, so we grew quite a bit over the last year. We uh, started 2015 with just about 11 or 12 people. So it was a big year, 2015. We raised a little bit of money and went from basically 11 to 40. So it was quite the interesting experience and and it was very awesome though. Well,
0: congratulations. How much money did you raise? Uh, Just under
1: two and a half million.
0: And was that your only financing that you've raised to date or no?
1: It was, uh, we, so we raised about 400 K a few years back. So it was, it was really the second, it was, I guess, formally an A, but it was a, a smaller A, at least what we're seeing, you know, especially last year.
0: So you, you just did 2.5, you already raised 400. So total capital is to about 2.9 million. Exactly. Awesome. And what, uh, was the second round a priced equity round? Yes. Okay. Very cool. What, um, okay. So why don't you tell everyone what a get ambassador does a bit before we dive into more numbers?
1: Yeah. so what we do is help companies track and manage referrals so just like many you know many of these listeners have seen the uber referral program or the Dropbox referral program we help you know companies of all shapes and sizes do that inside of their application really leverage their own ambassadors their, their you know their, their users their fans their employees to drive more revenue um, so that's what we do and again we help obviously, but we help companies as big as SAP and HP and, and and obviously some startups and smaller businesses as well.
0: And so how many current customers are you guys serving as of February 2016?
1: Uh, over 300.
0: 300. Okay. So you're, you're, I'm, I'm guessing since just based off the size of the A that you just raised, you probably have a pretty high average revenue per user per month. Uh, what is it?
1: It's in the thousands. So we, thousands yeah, we definitely can't. changed our model quite a bit since when uh, we were working together, we, we started at the hundreds of dollars and we've moved up it's probably over a thousand a month would be it, probably 1500 a month would probably be average and uh, we still have some legacy customers. And we have some that are several thousands a month, but averages is, is probably you know, a bit over a thousand per month. So round what year did you found the company in again? So I actually started the company in 2009, uh, formally we kind of launched in 2010.
0: Okay. And, and, uh, I'm just going back here a second. Tell me what you were doing. I'm curious, chef. What were you doing before get ambassador?
1: So I was actually in law school, uh, looking for something to do, uh, didn't want to practice law. And I actually started an affiliate marketing company. So that was my first taste of affiliate marketing. And I saw the power of kind of referrals and and friends referring uh, kind of at scale, which was which was an epiphany for me. Uh, so before, before Ambassador, I actually had that company. I had a couple smaller, I wanted to do something on my own at a couple smaller businesses and wanted to start an affiliate program in-house. Uh, I couldn't find technology that would do that. So I built... Uh, Ambassador, it was originally called zFurl, as a way to uh, have an affiliate program for a different idea that I had. And I realized that this zFurl was actually a better idea, and then zFurl became Ambassador.
0: Very cool, and I always love asking this question, what was revenue in your first year?
1: Oh man, it was probably tens of dollars. I mean literally, (laughs) it it, it was probably almost nothing. I, I, I had this idea that we would be freemium, and Dropbox was like the most popular software out. We wanted to be Freemium. I think uh, the, the, the story I tell is we had 600 customers not pay us. It was like our <laughs> 600 customers didn't pay. And there were some really big brands, too, right? Like I was just totally not ready not asking for the sale and doing a million things wrong, but uh, you know we kind of inch by inch, we, we learned our, our, our way around that. Well and
0: how old were you in 2009 when
1: you launched this?: I was shoot, uh, you know in my, in my late 20s, mid to late 20s, about 28. Sure.
0: And had you already accepted, like, had you already practiced kind of law or was this right out of school?
1: It was a few years after I actually never practiced law. I took the bar. My mom was proud. Uh, and then (laughs) I, I actually, uh, was, was looking for something to do. I was like investing in real estate. I was doing a lot of different things. I wanted to be, I've always been entrepreneurial, but I didn't really, for me, it was even before like kind of, uh, startups were, were mainstream or popular, especially in Detroit. So I was interested in a tech company, so to speak, but I, I was, it was a very small, if, if at all the, the kind of tech scene locally. So I was, I was kind of part of that early scene, but I didn't even know what it really meant. It was, you know, before lean startups and before these podcasts and, and all those things that are now really easy to, to find as someone who wants to be an entrepreneur. It was, it was much different for, for me back then. You
0: mentioned before you had the frill, you were doing things like real estate, but you said that, that you kind of had just graduated the bar. Do you mind me asking where had you generated some of your wealth up
1: to that point? If it wasn't tech? Uh, so it, I, it didn't, I certainly didn't have any wealth, so to speak. I was, I was willing to sacrifice and to spend every dollar I had. Uh, I did sell a startup when I was in law school and had enough money to move home and like not get a real job. That was the, basically the extent of what I had. And I also had a little bit left. I bought a house again. This is, uh, in detroit after 2008 so literally Great prices a, exactly <laughs> and and so literally I, I built up equity in a house I, I think i did a good job of buying and i was able to kind of leverage the money i made in my first house just by living there um so that was yeah that what, was one way to do it
0: what was the sale price of, the, of that first company was it above or below 100 grand
1: uh it was below okay. it was below it wasn't huge
0: yeah okay but enough to give you some freedom exactly all right so you did uh you, you're not gonna practice law you start as furl. you do like 20 bucks so like you do like four, 5 uh, five dollar subway footlongs your first year in total revenue uh in <laughs> in 2015 what did you guys scale to what was revenue in 2015
1: so it was it was about three and a half million dollars so was that that puts you on what a
0: run rate of about uh 100 or about 220k in December 2016.
1: Uh, in terms of monthly yeah, revenue, uh, t- 20, 2015. Yeah. 2015. Well, sorry.
0: Uh, the question I was getting at was what was your run rate in December? Cause I imagine your best month last year was probably December, right? You, you, you're growing. Oh, I see what you're saying.
1: Uh, yeah. So run rate was about probably just under 3.84 million r- roughly roughly. 3.8. Yeah.
0: That was actually very specific. So I appreciate I appreciate that the, the rough estimate. That was good. Um, okay. So how is help us understand? Do you, do you do you you basically consider yourself a SaaS company, right? Or is it a? Per, or are you based on percentages and things?
1: Yeah. So so we actually changed billing too. So we're 100 percent SaaS. Uh, we you know it's it's kind of a more uh, mid market SaaS, more like HubSpot, where you're you know you're paying annually, but it's 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 broken down monthly. And um, so yeah, we we absolutely consider ourselves SaaS.
0: So let's stay focused, kind of on December 2015. You know, you did 320 grand in revenue that month. So you've got obviously a super healthy run rate. What about uh, what about things other unit economics like uh, churn? When someone signs up with you guys, do they stay?
1: Yeah. So you know, churn is is a, is a obviously a tricky. And probably one of the most important things to think about from a SaaS perspective. And for us, you know, we we found as we moved up market, our churn went down significantly. So one of the things that we did was, you know, we we wanted to find companies that were investing in our technology. So it was it wasn't a two person company because it just they're too busy doing too many things. Um, so one of the things that we really learned was actually most people would think this is counterintuitive, but actually charging more and going up market significantly reduced churn. Um, because of that we could also invest in people's success so what we do is now we require onboarding for every customer and we spend a ton of time uh dedicated time with our team with their team making sure that they're successful from the get-go
0: that's great is there a a charge for that or no
1: it's it's basically baked in but yeah we we do charge i mean it is like kind of a line item but uh it's, it's everyone has to pay it. So it's a, requ- a required charge.
0: So what is the, again, if you had a hundred, you had more than this, but you had a hundred people paying you in January, 2016 and February of the hundred, how many stayed
1: in, in January to February? I mean, it would probably be all of them because again, we, we also only do annual contracts. So again, so the what's, churn what's annual churn? Different. Um, we don't measure it annually, but it's, it's probably our retention is probably close to 85%, 80, 85%, which is, okay. um, which is maybe 10% sure i mean there's a couple different ways to to, to measure it but we also look at you know net dollar churn as well yeah. so that that's under two percent a month well let me ask
0: you this is an interesting question because i always get yeah. into this debate when i have SaaS founders on some people usually the more inexperienced are only measuring gross churn the more experienced ones like Sirius insights in episode 226 they did you know they're doing uh, about 640 grand in mr they're measuring net churn net net dollar churn which is obviously a negative number for them because upsells exceed new customer uh churn, sorry current customer churn what metric are you guys measuring churn wise
1: so we measure both. I mean, so they're, they're important for different reasons. We, we, I mean, in the end of the day, net dollar churn is more important, obviously, because that indicates whether literally you're building faster, you know, building, stacking on that revenue faster. But gross churn is actually really important for uh, a lot of the other metrics we, we look at in terms of customer, like success of the customers. And because we're not per seat it's it's not it's it's a little bit different upgrade profile for us opposed to someone like Sirius where if you add more bodies if you if you're high you know if you're selling to closing com- companies that are growing and you're closing those kind of companies you're inherently going to see less churn uh, especially dollar churn so we look at both um i'd say the the, the more important metric day to day is the is a dollar churn but investors for example that we've talked to recently are also looking at gross churn as a way to understand kind of how the business is performing and, and even looking kind of more deeply into product market fit
0: so have you guys hit net negative uh uh kind of dollar mr churn
1: yeah yeah we have uh it, it's not every month i mean it still fluctuates a little bit we've been kind of doing our process of onboarding for less than a year so what we're seeing is the companies that have been through this process have been much more successful we've also seen that they've upgraded but also provided testimonials and references and things that we wouldn't necessarily see beforehand when we kind of let companies figure it out on their own yeah like you guys did a great job doing that but many many companies didn't right Um, and even if they didn't churn we you know it was still kind of not as great as experience as we would hope.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just to summarize that top tribe, what 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 Jeff's got first off of super healthy business from everything I know so far in terms of unit economics. We'll talk about customer acquisition cost in a second, but gross churn is about at about one point two five percent per month. So you can obviously multiply it by twelve to get that annually. So he's at eighty five percent annual retention rate in terms of gross. And generally speaking, it fluctuates, but generally speaking, his net dollar churn is negative, which is where you start to get into really high valuations in the in the SaaS space. So Jeff congratulations man that's exciting.
1: Oh thanks appreciate yeah, it. Yeah yeah.
0: So talk to me you obviously have a good understanding of the numbers if you're if you're dealing with an 80 or a 1.25% um, uh you know monthly kind of gross churn a customer is staying with you on average for about 80 months depending on how you're measuring that what what are you and so you know lifetime value what are you willing to spend to acquire that customer?
1: Yeah so the the one thing i would say is is, is lifetime value st- is is a tricky metric and one of the things too, that again we've been hearing from investors where some of them said we don't even care about that number right now because literally if you're doing annual contracts you guaranteed basically a year some co- contracts are two or three years um so i so it, it doesn't always work to 80 months but i think again we've seen obviously many companies have been with us since the day we started and we've migrated them from z to ambassador so we've seen success there and and uh so, so that's good um so, I, so I, to be to be fully honest we're not we're we're we obviously worry about customer acquisition costs, but it's not the primary focus from a marketing perspective. First and foremost is where are the best customers coming from, and how can we get more of them? When we figure that out, I think I would say better. We'll then worry about driving down the cost. So what we would really pay—I mean, to be honest—we would pay uh, hundreds of dollars for a demo, which is you know probably what we pay in in some pay, you know paid channels. Um, through our own referral program, we pay twenty-five dollars if you refer a scheduled demo. So if someone schedules a demo and uh, completes it, then we'll give you a $25 gift card. They become a customer. We'll give you an Apple watch or, uh, you know, $500. So literally just on our own referral pro- program, we'll pay um, 525 bucks. Um, some other paid channels are probably more. Some of them are certainly less. We get, a. we obviously get a lot of referrals where we don't, we don't always necessarily have to pay. Um, but we, but you know, all those channels are, are valuable for us. And for us it's optimizing and seeing where we're gonna double down or triple down. Are you uh,
0: spending any money on just pay, like like paid ad spend, Google Analytics, Facebook, et cetera? Absolutely.
1: We 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 use all of those.
0: And so how much did you spend in February twenty sixteen on just those paid channels?
1: Probably uh twenty five to okay. fifty thousand. So yeah, a decent amount. And
0: about how many new customers do you get per month? Um twenty
1: to thirty 40, let's say. I mean, again, it all You can't varies. just divide,
0: obviously. You can't just divide that because sometimes they probably lag or they, it takes a few months to do a demo and then close them and all that. I understand that.
1: Exactly. So the part of the challenge is, I mean, we do some attribution and even, uh, I know uh, just recently, uh, uh, VP Marketing said, hey, these six customers closed via PPC and it was roughly like 250K in revenue. So it was clearly, clearly there's an ROI there. You know, I think the, the sample size is still really low and one deal can completely skew that data. So yep. you know, again, it's, it's obviously really important to keep, to be mindful of, but we haven't, uh, you know, we haven't completely optimized for like ROI per se. It's like, again, more, more so feeling seeing what is working, what is consistently getting us demos. And we know that, Demos will close at or, you know, at, uh, you know, 5%. Is
0: it fair to say I'm going to go kind of more macro here instead of so specific? Is it fair to say that on average, your average customers are paying you, you know, somewhere between uh, 15 grand per year and and maybe 30 grand per year? And you're willing to spend somewhere between two and seven grand to acquire those customers?
1: Yes, that is that is completely fair. It's a range, but yeah, Exactly. Okay, cool.
0: Great. That's really, really valuable. And uh, you said team size is 43. Everybody remote? Or are they all in
1: Detroit? Nearly everybody's in Detroit. We have a handful of sales folks in uh, Colorado. So we opened up a Colorado office uh, just this year. And we have have five people there starting next week. We have a couple of them training in Detroit right now. Everybody else. Aside from a couple very old programmers, uh, old in terms of they've been with me from a long time ago, are in uh, remote. So we have about 40, 38, 37 people in Detroit, a few in Colorado, and a couple remote engineers uh, that kind of work with the full engineering team that's, that's in Detroit.
0: Um, did you guys take money from, uh, from David Cohen, Techstars?
1: Uh, Techstars is an investor, not, not the, uh, the, the bullet the fund. fund. Yeah.
0: I was wondering if the Colorado office was because David said, Hey, we'll put more money in, but you got to open an office here in Boulder.
1: <laughs> they did not. They were, they were pumped to have us, uh, <laughs> in, in, in Colorado right now. We're actually in Boulder. We're, we're debating whether we stay in Boulder or move closer to Denver. Um, it's, it's awesome. It's, we, we love it there. Good. Uh, so it's a lot of fun.
0: Well, good. Well, hey, Jeff, before we get into my favorite part of the show, tell me real quick, if people can want to connect with you personally online and kind of follow the journey that you're on, where can they connect with you?
1: Uh, best place is probably Twitter. So it's at Jeff underscore Epstein. Um, I mean, obviously, from there, you can connect, email, uh, you know, th- things like that. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty active on Twitter, uh, LinkedIn as well. they send me a message so I know, I know uh, who you are. Um, but yeah, those are, those are the best ways. And again, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty, uh, pretty vocal and, and, you know, willing to chat with, with anyone for sure. Okay. Top tribe.
0: Do not forget your chance to win a hundred bucks right here on the podcast. Every Monday, it's very simple. You just subscribe to the show on iTunes. And then once you've done that, Text me to prove that you've done it. My number is 703-431-2709. Subscribe now and text me to enter. 703-431-2709. Sign up, get your own domain for 30% off and a 45-day money-back guarantee. Okay, again, I make great deals for you guys. Go to HostGator.com forward slash Nathan to grab that now. Yep, yeah, I'll tell you guys, Jeff, you know, we worked with a lot of different software providers when we were growing and, and you know, before we sold Heyo and, uh, you know, Jeff, in terms of just responsiveness from a CEO was just unbelievable. You know, and Jeff, we bitched and moaned so much, but you were so helpful the whole time.
1: <laughs> well, thanks, man. No, I, I appreciate you were as well. And I think that's one of the things that, that I that I see. uh kind of across, uh, I I think, successful CEOs is really their responsiveness and ability to just get a lot of things done fast.
0: Yep, yep. Well, guys, we'll link to how to connect with Jeff in the show notes along with the numbers, his website, so you can check out Get Ambassador in the show notes at nathanladka.com forward slash the top 300. Again, forward slash the top 300. All right, Jeff, it's wrap-up time. It's time for the Famous Five. Are you ready? Yes, sir. All right, number one, what is your favorite
1: business book? Say the hard thing about hard things. Yep, good old Horowitz.
0: Okay, yep. number two, is there a CEO that you're following or studying right now?
1: I would say uh, Gary Vaynerchuk, H- huge fan of his. Number three, is
0: there a favorite online tool you have besides Git Ambassador?
1: I'll go with Slack.
0: Yeah, that's a big one. Okay, next one, number four. And real quick, how old are you now?
1: Uh, 35, I'm turning 35 in a couple of weeks. Oh, okay,
0: congratulations. And what's your situation? Are you married, single, do you have kids? Married, no kids, just a couple dogs. Okay, they, those count, right? Two dogs equals one kid, so we're good. <laughs> All right, Jeff, so, so here's the question. As you're building your startup, you're married, you're 35, you have two dogs. Yes or no, are you getting eight hours of sleep every night? Definitely no. No, okay. And then last question, man. Take us back 15 years. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew?
1: I think that it would be okay. I feel like that would be that would be cool. Uh, I was really worried about things that shouldn't matter probably when I was 20. Um, and that you can figure it out. Well, top tribe, there
0: you have it. Always remember, everything will be okay. Coming from Jeff Epstein, CEO of GetAmbassador.com, launched as a referral in 2009 after he passed the bar to make his mom proud. In 2015, did over 3.5 million dollars in sales. It's currently doing about 320 ish grand per month here in a December or uh, early uh, early in, in 2016, with over 300 paying customers and 2.9 million dollars raised. Jeff, thank you for taking us to the top.
1: Thanks, Nathan. I appreciate it. If you
0: guys enjoyed Jeff today, go back and listen to Adam Valcane yesterday. Adam is with General Catalyst Partners, 3.7 billion worth of capital under management, and Adam's invested in over five businesses worth over hundred million dollars at this point that he absolutely loves. So will talk about all of them. Top Tribe, I love giving away free money. I feel like Oprah giving away cars, and I have something special for you today.